0: Hello and welcome to I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we are the Sherman sisters. So th- this week, ooh, there goes my voice. Mm. Uh, we, watched, we just said Mercury went direct. I know. And then my tongue got tied. In the shadow. We're in the shadow. Uh, yeah. There you go. Uh, we watched uh, Dorian Gray, which I think came out in what 2015. Yes. Um, starring Ben Barnes, I guess, but really Colin Firth is the star of the show for me. That feels right. And Rebecca right. Hall. Um, barely in it. Barely in it. But yeah. an important part uh but before we start talking about this sorry it was in 2009 2009 wow old i know vintage yeah quite um before we start talking about this 2009 film bitch let's sync up as is our custom yeah what have you been up to thank you for asking you're welcome um the weather came through girl she did she won't she do it honking this weekend Mm Mm-hmm. so good Um, man, my husband started his Nature Boy intensives. Okay, yeah. So he left me alone. He's uh, gonna become an Eagle Scout or something? Yeah, he's rising to Eagle. Okay, that's Um, great. So I basically just, like, chilled my ass at home all day alone. Very quiet, very nice. I love that. You're gonna be shocked at this. I only had the TV on for about ten minutes. What? It was Shrek the Third. What did you do? I walked around... I, like, read. Okay. Spent some time outside. Okay. Napped. Oh, I love a nap. It was very peaceful. That's nice. Um, but, yeah, I watched a little bit of Shrek the Third. An wh- excellent while choice. While I ate, you know, warmed over Thai food. Excellent choices both, actually. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I think I really only left the house. Well, when Craig got home, we went to, like, Trader Joe's. And yeah. We, you know, made a pizza. Yeah. watching Lula Rich. Oh, did you love... Well, this is my second time. You'd already time. seen it. That's right. But I was wanting Craig to watch it, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he said something that shocked me. What? Because it's one of those, like, marital, like, the brains are molding together thing. Yeah. Um, one of the distributors on that show, the blonde one, Uh huh. he looks at me and says, she looks like an exact cross between Leslie Grossman and... Uh, Wait, is it Leslie Grossman, right? Yeah. And... What kind of picture? Um, Are you talking about the one from the spring? Yeah. No. The... Con- the... No. Which blonde person? Oh, no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> On Lula Ridge. Yeah. Uh... You talking about the lady with all the damn kids from Spring Texas, when she had her Not husband get together? Not the Spring Texas one. She okay. looks like Mary from Sister Wives. She does. No, this is like she's the kind of like richer looking one. There's like a farm scene yes. behind okay. her. Okay, yes, yes, I know. So Craig was like, she looks exactly like a cross between Leslie Grossman and uh, Lily Rabe. Uh, and okay. For a man who calls everyone Gossip Girl, that, that was, he doesn't know. That I was, was like concise. First of all, I've had this exact same thought, but also who told you who those people are? <laughs> right. That's crazy. It has he ch- watched American Horror Story? Yeah. Yeah. He has, but... yeah, but knowing Lily Rabe, that's that was a deep surprising cut. to me. Yeah. We had just been talking about, like, I made some joke about how you and him... Just, yeah. Just your gossips yeah. at your core. Yeah. And you just want to be talking shit. Absolutely. <laughs> Love to do it. And he was like... It shocks me how much I love Gossip (laughs) It's fun. Yeah. It's just fun. I saw some tweet the other day that was like, why do we all pretend like we don't like talking shit sometimes? You just have to. You just have to. It just has to be that way. You know. Yeah. I I mean, and I like to keep my inner circle full of people that I have nothing negative to say about. But then, you know, I love when there's people on the periphery of my life that I'm like... Listen to what this bitch said, right? You know, sometimes you think better, you know. Yeah, because it's cathartic. It is. Yeah, it's very fun. It's how it's how we bond. It is. Yeah, agreed. Because um, it's mutual vulnerability, mm-hmm. you know. Hmm. Um, anyway, really, the only time I left the house was to get my nails did, and they look great. Thank you. We did the kookiest kind of pedicure. Okay, it was a jelly pedicure. What is that? They pour these like they basically pour like kinetic neon carcinogen sand into kinetic sand rules into the foot bath but they're like getting rid of it each kind of gelling around you oh okay i was picturing the kind that my kids play with and i'm like that kind of stuff is expensive well yeah i don't know what they got going on over here it's like truly like neon green that's crazy yeah does that exfoliate your feet i think so Pretty well. That's cool. Yeah. Have, you, do seen those, Jones, have you seen too? those pedicures with like fish where they like let fish nibble the do dead skin you? off your Would feet? Would you do that? I don't think I could do I it. I don't think I could do it either. I mean, my feet are bus gusting, but I don't think I could There's just like do that. I, I think it's still too vulnerable for me. Like, what if they made the decision that they were going to choose violence? Right. Right. What if they grew a fang? Okay. And really did some damage on my feet? Or what if they said... Y- yucky. <laughs> what if they start barfing? What if they say they ate my foot? You know what? Of all of the feet that I've ever notched upon, what if they. This one is disgusting. What if they organize their labor and, yeah. and walk out because yeah. of my feet? The conditions of my foot. Wow. I mean, those are the things I have to fear walking around with the feet that I have. Dude, I said the grossest thing to Jenny. It was like, can we get a pedicure? I have a natural kitten heel. <laughs> Ew. Isn't that nasty? That is nasty, but it's funny. Yeah. It's a funny thing From to the say. the people who brought you goosebumps. <laughs> my brain. <laughs> I have one of those baby foot masks, like, under my bathroom sink that I need to use. I've been, it's been one of those things where it's, like, in the back of my head to do for, like, months. Where it's like, girl, your feet are getting nasty. You better do that. But it's like, you have to sit still for 45 minutes. Your man will leave you. You'll lose the house. <laughs> it's not like that. It's just like, it's just, oh, I just hate that feeling when my foot kind of catches on the carpet. Oh my God. Or when it like catches on your bed sheets and you're like, oh no. <laughs> exactly. It's terrible. It really is bad. And we're heading into cracked heel season. Honey. <laughs> you got a big storm coming. I need to start being the kind of person that like thinks to put Vaseline on my heels before I put socks on. Whoa. To leave the house. You know? There are people that are like that that just think it feels like such I'm a I'm gonna protect Northeastern Northeastern. my stern kind of thing. Like, a hardened, we, grisly we person. we don't do that. We don't winter well here. That's not Southwest culture. <laughs> Southwest culture is wearing flip-flops yeah. in forty-five degree weather. Brother, am I not <laughs> at this very moment wearing a thick camo shacket You are yep. And sandals. And sandals. Yeah. Yeah. You it's know, my ideal mode of dress. Mm-hmm. Is like, nice and warm, but my feet are free. Yeah, I know. Mom always used to, like, really get on me, but, like, why are you wearing flip-flops to school when I was, like, in eighth grade? And I, I get it now as a mom. Like, I'm sure she was thinking that people were, like, the I can't believe her mother People thought you were cared for. Yes, <laughs> doesn't care enough about her. But it was like, Mom, I need you to understand that literally every other eighth grader is also walking around wearing Old Navy flip-flops yeah. on this winter morning. It's just the vibes. It's just what we're doing. We like our feet free down here. Yeah, we do. A bunch of Jack Johnsons. Oh, <laughs> <Ugh>, yucky. Um, <laughs> but that was my weekend. Yeah, that How, sounds peaceful. It was great. Oh, and you know, Craig and I did a fire last night. Oh, that's nice. Which is a great. I like going to bed smelling like fire. Mm, it is nice. It's good. Parker came home from, he went to a little like meeting thing last Wednesday for our like pastoral search committee and they did a bonfire and he was like, oh, I need to wash the smell off of me. And I'm don't. like, don't. It's great. Don't don't do it for a while. <laughs> Although it does get on your sheets, you know. It does, but like if you can get one jacket to smell mm-hmm. like fire, and then just like wait let a few months. Let that be your. Let that be kind of your your scent. vibes jacket. Yeah. 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 No one's ever mad to smell it. No. Yeah. It just smells like you had a great time. Yeah. With good friends. Good vibes. Yeah. But that's me. How are you? I'm great. Parker and I went to a movie hey. at a movie theater. Whoa. On Friday night. We wanted to go see it at uh, the local one that's, like, right down the street. But the only show time they had was 6 p.m. And I was like, who can make a 6 o'clock show? <laughs> I guess people with, without small children. I don't know. But, yeah. um, so... That's still a weird time. It is. I That's what I thought, too. It's I'm like, It doesn't give you enough time between work and, like, starting your movie. Just You just don't have a meal. Right. I mean, it was at Alamo Draft House. So nah. You can, like, eat there. But, um, so, yeah, we went to Village, which is, I love that old rundown theater i'm glad they're still got such a good vibe um we saw james bond uh it was very fun daniel craig is a great bond man that's a snack man a man good looking man good looking man and Leia sedu was in it she's a beautiful woman very beautiful uh anna de barely in it blink and you miss her but she looked great girl she's an 11 yeah just truly a good woman tens 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 across the board yeah, the whole are movie are all extremely objectively some of our prettiest people yeah absolutely if they got uh, Michaela Cole in there it would like probably complete right and maybe like Tilda yeah yeah I'm, I'm surprised now Tilda Swinton hasn't beautiful been. people Tilda Swinton and Kate Blanchett have not been Bond villains how? why? ooh Kate would be unbelievable at that as a villain? yeah, yeah. Cause she played a villain in Hannah I'd love to see it yeah I bet it would be really good yeah um, but we, um, the trailers before it, they showed a trailer for the King's Man, which is a prequel to the Kingsman movies mm-hmm. and Parker and I were like, we haven't watched those and I've heard they're fun. Um, the King's Man starring Ray Fiennes hey. is set in like the Romanoff days, like the villain and it is going to be, uh, oh, what's his name? Rasputin. It looks okay. like a dumb campy fun time. Oh, that sounds exactly like something I'll watch. Like a good popcorn movie. The first 10 seconds of the trailer before I knew what was going on, I said, I don't know what this is, but I'm going to watch it because I see a bunch of beautiful ball gowns.
1: Looks like a great
0: time. So Saturday night, we watched Kingsman, the original one with Taron Egerton. And it took Parker 30 minutes into the movie to go, wait, that's Taron Egerton? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, he's got like an acorn-shaped face. He's just kind of... I think he kind of, like, melts into whatever he's playing. Like, the only thing Parker and I had really seen together with him in it was Rocket Man. See, I feel that way about um, Taylor Swift's man. Yes, yes. What is his name even? Oh, Joe Joe Alwyn. Alwyn. can never tell when he's in a movie. No, totally. Like, can you miss him? Like, Sienna Miller. Yeah. She just never happened. She never happened. Just never happened. Um, But yeah, Kingsman was a fun time. I would recommend. Another Colin Firth vehicle. Yeah. So I watched Colin Firth movies two nights in a row. Man looks good in a suit. Can wear Remember the hell man? out of a suit. Oh, we haven't done that for the pod. Okay, and we need to. Yeah, I think if I'm we're ready, ready to cry. Ready to cry. That's a, like a it's good a November, far from December kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Like a sad girl autumn type of a beat. Yeah, and I think it's like um, L.A. Autumn, which is like very pretty lighting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the costumes in that are good. That gorgeous luxe white sweater <sighs> that the girl wears. Incredible. We should watch that. If I'd had my drawers, I think we'd be dressing like that. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I do feel like fashion kind of hit its pinnacle in, like, 1963. Yeah, I would agree. And then it's like, what are we doing? You know? I mean, sometimes people really do a serve, but not as consistently. I haven't been, I I think I'm more compelled by 60, 70 serves Mm -hmm. than anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Times are changing. Times are changing. I hate to be the person to say it, but things have changed. (laughs) Go off. Um, But yeah, you want to talk about this film? Yes. Dorian Gray. Man, oh man. Man, spooky. I'm not sure. Now that I watched this, I'm like, I'm actually not sure I've ever read this book. I think I started to read it one time, but I just never did. It's It's Oscar Wilde's only novel. Yeah. But it was published initially, like serially, and then he like collected it. And added eight more chapters to kind of like... Like comic book style. Yeah. To yeah. kind of like fill in the plot a little bit more. And apparently the dolls were absolutely gooped by the whole thing. They said, too dirty. Too homoerotic. <laughs> well, T- it's, take uh, this back, sir. Like 80% of the content of this movie is just may. Yes. Like, this, is, this is why I love Oscar Wilde. He and Edith Wharton, yeah. I feel, if they had met, might have gotten along famously because they both love to have a snarky descriptor of someone. And it's very fun to read. And... They're they're mean people. They're mean. Yeah. There are people. Oh, of Um, course. But uh, Colin Firth, this is at least the third Oscar Wilde type movie that I know that he's been in. There's Age of... Or sorry, uh, The Importance of Being Earnest, this, and then he was in The Happy Prince with Rupert Everett. Yes. Um, The man is like a good... You know when they say people are like good interpreters of Shakespeare? Like I was just saying before we started recording, I think he's a good interpreter of Oscar Wilde. He's like good at saying these kind of zingy one-liners that Oscar Wilde is known for in a way that feels believable to the scene that he's in. Yes. You know, like um, what? Did he, there was something he said about, oh, the only thing to do with a woman is to make love to her if she's pretty, or what does he say? Something if she's plain. And it was like ooh that's harsh and then he was like this is my wife by the way I've been saying these terrible things in front of my wife I like completely whiffed it on trying to remember what he said but anyways it was good it was a good line (laughs) had had me laughing Um, Uh, when I went silent on you just now I was just confirming uh my suspicion that Edith Wharton is an air sign and yes she is in fact an Aquarius oh incredible you love to hear it you love to hear it so is Oscar Wilde he's a Libra yeah yeah. my people Mm-hmm. my people um he sorry um uh, so the the movie starts with uh dorian gray himself played by the to me charmless ben barnes yeah okay here's the thing there's just no there 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 for was me. no there there <laughs> too small <laughs> for me <laughs> yeah he's just got kind of just a just a nothing vibe to me yeah, I'm sure he's a lovely person. I don't know. I made a distinction, distinction ben- Benjamin, but. to a friend recently that I was like, I just don't think we have the same taste in men. I think that you're into Chad Michael Murray boys, and I am into the Geico caveman. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just where my crushes are gonna fall. And if mm-hmm. you look more Chad Michael Murray, the features are perfect. of pretty. I can't. It's not for me. Yeah. I need. I need. Sort of a dirty kind of an a element. hamburger. Yeah. Sort of. So I guess Kieran Hines is yeah. sort of the thing for me. Kieran Hines is... Good looking man. It's a man. That's a man. That's a man. Half the cast of The Sopranos, that's a man. <laughs> oh my god, did you see? I sent you um, a picture. I think I sent it to you. Maybe I didn't. It was like an early headshot of our boy. Our James Gandolfini boy. No, you need to send me all James it was Gandolfini very cute. content. The guy, I showed you that picture of the guy who paid... Played Polly when he was a young yes, man. Yes, beautiful. What the hell? I love Polly. I love yeah. Polly. I love him. I just love him. Um, okay, so uh, yeah, Ben Barnes, Dorian Gray. His grandfather has just died, and I guess he his parents had died, so he like his grandfather was like his money. Yes, and so he inherits his, parents his house. Had died years earlier, and he's classic babe in the woods type of a deal. Mm-hmm. He's like innocent, performing at this charity function. Mm -hmm. and uh, meets just the stereotypical bad influence type of a person in Lord Henry Watton, played by Colin Firth. He um, is playing a, a sort of devil type character yes did you get that impression yeah but it, then he seems to be like wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute you misunderstood me later on right or just kind of like a, i didn't mean go that far the actual spiritual mechanism of how uh, our hero finds himself in this predicament yeah is unclear to me v- it very. seems like he just sort of thought it yeah, manifested on the quickest timeline. Yeah, didn't even really have time to consider it. Right. Didn't, well, didn't get to read the fine print. No way. Yeah. Didn't read the T and C at all. No, no, no. I um. Oh, oh the AC just stopped. She <laughs> said, "Period." <laughs> left. I've done enough. I'm a bounce. I'm a dip. <laughs> um. <laughs> what was I saying? You said the. uh... Basically, the conditions, terms and conditions of this yes, so Faustian to, bargain he makes. To back it up, he starts hanging around with the Henry Waddingham, whatever Watton. and then there's another. Uh, what's and then the Basil, guys, Basil, is Basil the Hallward. painter, mm-hmm. and Basil does this like really sick painting of him. He loves beautiful it. Beautiful oil painting. And Henry, like, basically, is like, "Would you sell your soul to you know be beautiful forever?" He was like, "Definitely." He's, and like, then, looking at this portrait of himself, like, wow, I can't believe I look like that. Yeah, I would absolutely. If I could look like that forever, I'd sell my soul for sure, no question. And then it happens. Sure enough. And during this time, he's uh, become involved with a young actress. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sybil Vane. Tells her that he loves her, so he can get in that putty. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> <laughs> uh, henry shows him one good time and he's like oh i'm a dip never mind (laughs) so it's funny he like proposes to her like right away and she's an actress and so when he tells all like the people that are like in his social circle they're very like wow happy for you (laughs) um and i'm gonna go ahead and just insert a little factoid Uh uh-oh from the book that i just finished i meant to say this in my catch-up I just finished the audiobook of the five, which I mentioned last week that Jack the Ripper podcast I've been listening to. The author has the the podcast is based on her book, The Five, and it's mm-hmm. about the victims before they were killed. Um, but basically the like Victorian understanding of sex work was like so broad they just like lumped everything in together. so they were like actress, prostitute begging for food prostitute so like all (laughs) these (laughs) straight to jail so like all these women we've always like heard that jack the ripper killed like five prostitutes but like only one of them was actually known to be a sex worker and the other four were just homeless and so that yeah sad so they were probably like crystal waters gypsy woman she she was homeless homeless is about (laughs) oh she's man she's not about makeup <laughs> she's just like you and me but, but she's, she's homeless, homeless. <laughs> song She's is homeless. goofy as hell um. <laughs> Oh of rules it does it does but you can't say the title I did. <laughs> no, you didn't. You I just did. said the Crystal Waters song. No, girl, I sure did. You said, I said the whole title. <laughs> okay, I don't think you did, but... <laughs> well, but um, it's also the title. Okay, you know? it is. It's, it's, you're right. It is what it is. It's the a- Crystal Waters will answer for herself. <laughs> <laughs> it's not I my job. I will answer for <laughs> Crystal Waters. <laughs> before we leave the subject of Crystal Waters, <laughs> uh, one very goofy thing. You know how, like, the stupidest jokes will stick with me for like 10 years. Yeah. Like that time you sing Chasing Pavements is Choosing Pavements." <laughs> yep. <laughs> Still a solid gold joke in my book. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, <laughs> oh no. Did <laughs> you forget <laughs> the Crystal Waters joke? Yes, Crystal Waters joke. Okay. Nicole will sing um, 100% Pure Love as It's 12 past midnight. It's 12, 12. <laughs> <laughs> And that always makes me laugh because I'm like, yeah, twelve past midnight is a stupid. Time. That's a dumb time, yeah. yeah. It's twelve. 12. <laughs> <laughs> That's goofy. That's goofy. Um. Anyways, so poor Sybil Vane gets dumped real quick. We barely knew her. Barely, We're barely knew her. Mm-hmm. Played by alumnus of this podcast um the girl from perfume the story of murderer that's right she ends up dead in that one too <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry about it anyway so her brother comes to visit uh dorian. dorian and apparently that's not he was like not in the book as a character or oh, initially God. but then i think oscar Wilde added him later huh. um anyway so he's like well you did it my sister committed suicide she jumped in the river because you, if you dumped were her. Actions. Because of your actions. <laughs> and guess and what? She was having your baby Steven. Yeah. yeah. How could they have known that? They're, they're, this seems like there was no time at all. No. The twixt. That, that to me felt a little bit like, okay, we'll see about that, Maury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of just want to like dig the you know, like he wanted to like really like you did something yeah. bad. You took two lives. Um, anyways, he's like initially like, oh that's really sad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then, um it kind of just moves on. It yeah. Starts... Well, what are you going to do? <laughs> doing anything that moves. I mean... T Okay. So they have this, like, whole, like, classic, like, psychedelic... Yes. Um, like, hedonism montage. Absolutely. <laughs> but... My and favorite, it's not believable with Ben Barnes, to it's me, not frankly. not believable, beloved. You know what? <laughs> beloved. You know what it is, is that he was in one of those Narnia movies. He was Prince Caspian. Yeah. Yeah. Prince Caspian has sworn to never have sex. Mm-hmm. So. So I don't believe that he's triple checkmate kissing atheists. someone. <laughs> yeah, they like do... It's just, they're doing the most. It's like he's having sex parties, and I'm like, is that a thing? And then they do this, like, weird interpolation of, like, um, him joining, like, a sexual fight club, basically, and then him just, like, slapping clotted cream yeah. English muffin yeah oh he's like oh. slapping jam on there and I was like he, well maybe we can hold on this one yeah. this shot a few seconds longer I would I don't want to see him yeah do like sex jujitsu yeah <laughs> I, I want to know what the muffin situation yeah that looked gr- that jam looked great you can personally. live deliciously in a food way yeah and that's maybe better than these sex parties. Well, one, I think one of the first sort of, like, oh, no, 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 he is bad, bad, bad news oh, is with at that girl's coming out party. That was messed up. That um, was messed up. So he, like, um, he goes to this, like, debutante ball and seduces the girl who is the debutante. But she also didn't look old enough. She didn't. To me. Um, and then... As he's like getting dressed again, her mother comes upstairs looking for her and she's like, oh, You cad. Like she sees him, like, yeah. with his, without his jacket on. And he's like, I'm sorry, someone just spilled some brandy on my shirt. I was trying to fix it. And then he seduces her too. While the daughter's in the room. Is she still in the room? Yeah. Ew, yucky. And then he tries to go back at it round three with her. And it seems like she might do it. Yikes. I've never and then been it, that horny. No, never <laughs> no. once. And there was one scene where he's like having sex with some woman while she's getting a tattoo on her back. Okay, that to me it was, was like gnarly very gnarly. stupid. <laughs> In my book that I just finished, they talk about Victorian Mm -hmm. tattooing. And it was all stick and pokes, baby. There's a lot of it. A lot of it. A lot of the royals had them. Yeah. But it was very uncommon for, like, a respectable woman to have a tattoo, Mm -hmm. at least visibly. Mm -hmm. And one of the Ripper's victims had her, I guess it was her ex-boyfriend's initials tattooed on her arm. Whoa. And that was, like, one of the big identifiers that it was her. Prostitute. I know, that's what, that, yeah, people were like, well, she's obviously a sex worker because she has a tattoo. Um, anyways, but they were like, yeah, you, basically, if you had a tattoo at that point, you really wanted it. Whoa. You had to really want that thing, because it wasn't like they had, like, a little machine. Yeah. Yikes, oh. ouchie. Yeah, couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. Um, yeah. I know people who, like, have done stick and pokes. yeah. I don't know why you would choose that kind of violence for mm. yourself. Not, for, not me. Not for me. Right. Um. So, Basil is like, Dorian. That painting that I made. I'm. I've got this show. I would like. That was like my pièce de résistance. I would love to show off the portrait I drew of you. And Dorian's like, we'll talk about it later. Like, real <laughs> dodgy. And he's like, Oh, I love it too much. Like and Basil has like come over to Dorian's house and been like, Where's the painting? Like it was over your mantle. Like, why isn't it there anymore? And he's like, Oh, it's just like too important to right. leave out for everyone to see. And really it's because the painting is warping the way that Dorian's soul is. Yeah. It's a it's his shadow. So before I saw this, I guess I kind of assumed that like the painting just aged and that he didn't. Yeah, but really it's like the painting Emotes is supposed to too. like be like his soul and it like growls and shit. Yeah. It's like a demonio. Oh yeah. It's very creepy. The um the painting technology I feel that they may have been able to do better <laughs> maybe I, now. You I would be amazed to see what they could do <laughs> now. Cuz also the fire technology, the CGI fire when that sort of bit happens. <laughs> Is yeah. maybe not the most convincing to me. I think if they had invested a little more. Yeah. Maybe it could have been better. I wonder what the... This, the box office did $22 million, but I don't know what the budget was. <laughs> Coming 20, on budget? Million. <laughs> oh, the... You know what? Well, I don't know what that total budget was, but at least 500,000 pounds of it came from the National Lottery Funding. Yeah, they do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um... He has a forty-four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> um, d- despite a lavish and polished production, Dorian Gray is tame and uninspired, with a lifeless performance by Ben Barnes in the title role. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Colin Firth deserves a better leading man. That's to act a good against. point. Because yeah. he really just his whole thing was sort of like not there. My, my lips are full. Yeah, I'm very pretty to look at. Right. Um, his hair, though, was not also not working for me. tempt me. No. <laughs> So um, yeah, his hair—it did look a little too mane and tail. <laughs> I, I feel that mane and tail. I think he used a round brush. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> like, get those curtain they're... bangs correct, girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, did, I it would was like, like someone to paint that... for me, like like a man of this period using a round brush. Yeah, you know, it's kind of what Oscar Wilde's hair looked like a little bit. I had that sort of like a grown out page boy type of a look. I'm just begging. Yeah. That's, I just want a painting of him with a round brush. <laughs> or like one of those Revlon one steps. Yeah. I'd <laughs> love to see that. Um, so, anyways, uh, he. Oh, Basil is like. Keeps like ramping up the pressure and finally. Um, Dorian's like, can I show you why I'm not letting you borrow my painting? You just made a disgusted look at yourself after burping. You brought on to me about this <laughs> last week. It's called karma. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm the recipient right I now. Am how I am. Um, anyways, so, uh, he takes Basil up to his attic and he's like, this is why you can't show the painting. This is how my soul looks, but it allows me to look like this. And Basil's like, you are deranged like this is crazy and then and then he made never made the mistake of trusting a friend again yeah after that dorian kills kills him kills basil right there on the spot swiftly swiftly. yeah and it seems like does a pretty um half-assed job at dumping it again a lot of sopranos these people are meticulous about how they get rid of a body the trunk that he dumps him in well he like brings the trunk in a carriage he's dismembered the body yucky (laughs) Throws all the various pieces, but not very far away from each other. Like, all from the same location and just kind of... That's what I'm saying, dude. And then he throws the trunk, but it has a DG on it. Yeah. I mean... He wanted to get caught. Clearly. And then he skips town after the funeral. Because on Sopranos, they went to different states. Right. To dump the head and the arm off. Stupid. I guess this man never watched the Sopranos. Well, that's your first mistake. That's your first mistake. (laughs) So... um, Then... He leaves town for a while, comes back a few like what ten, fifteen years later. It yeah. must be longer than that because Lord Walton's daughter was about to be born when yeah. Dorian leaves, and when he so comes, comes back, she's a grown years up. later. Yeah, and the daughter is played by Rebecca Hall. Everyone else, as you might imagine, has aged in this intervening right. twenty years. They did that like um, school play kind of gray spray. They onto did exactly Colin Firth. that. Yes. It didn't look incredible, I would say. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say it was like. I believable. would assert <laughs> that it wasn't a huge part of the budget. No. Man, he deserved better. better than this. He did deserve butter. Butter. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I'm um, always going to hear it. <laughs> have you ever met people that kind of talk like that, though? For sure. Like they have really soft tees. Better. Yeah, and I don't know really what to do about it. <laughs> Nothing to be done, I fear. I think you just have to sort of tolerate Sometimes, it. Sometimes, like you'll be you'll be knowing someone for years, and they'll say something in such a way that you're like, "What in the hell? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing?" A bit <laughs> like, "There's no way the person I know would say pistachio <laughs> in that way, right?" Yeah, like, I mean, and that's one of those words you can go ten years without hearing someone say. Well, so you'd be shocked how many times I've heard Nicole say pistachio at this point. Pistachio—that's an unusual choice for her. I agree, but it's also kind of on brand. One of my best friends from high school says almond. No, they need to stop that. Mm-hmm. They need to cut that one out. I know. I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry, say that again? Almond. Almond. Yeah. You know what really gets me messed up is milk. Oh, yeah. I hate when people say milk. <laughs> I kind of said milk when we were growing up. There She'd I say <laughs> She'd say, like, can you give me my pillow? And we were like, you what? Pillow is shocking because there's nothing to support it. No, no. I have no idea if that's, like, West Texas culture. Who knows? Oh, they were very Oklahoma in spirit. Mm-hmm. Well, and she lived in Midland. Yeah. yeah. Which is interesting because it is so, like, such a mix of Midwest and South. Yeah. Do you yeah. know that um, medical marijuana is legal in Oklahoma? Wow. My hairdresser told me that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but then you have to live in Oklahoma I was shocked honey I, I feel like I couldn't believe what I heard <laughs> but then like that's yeah you have to get approval to say that you need it you know yeah I no mean? it's so more games than I want to play right right like that's very irritating but you know hey it's ahead of us I guess is what I'll say that, that is what I'm saying I was shocked to hear this yeah wow um well so Dorian Gray comes back to London he sees Rebecca their relationship did not feel remotely believable to me. No. Rebecca Hall was doing all of the heavy lifting there. Um, yeah. She's so pretty. She's so pretty. I want pretty. absolutely nothing but good things for her. That's just, that's a beautiful person. A beautiful person. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, uh, she's like kind of a bon vivant type, kind of a little free spirit. Yeah, very jaunty. Yeah. A little bit of like a manic pixie dream girl type. Like, she's like, I'm going to take your photo. (laughs) My dad got me a camera so that I would quit um, tying myself to fences for suffrage. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, she's girl bossing too close to the sun, I fear. Yeah. It felt like a fake, like, Goldie Hawn kind of thing. Yeah. His full name is Goldie Hawn. I'll remind you. We we talked about her. Last week... Yeah. I told you this fact last week. On the podcast? I think so. No, I think you were just messaging me on Slack. But uh. we, we talked maybe you maybe we did say it on the podcast, but you and I talked about the Russell Hahn clan for a real beat. Yeah and it was fun. I could talk about them they're whenever, so sort cute. Of. The Golden Retrievers. I love of them. American life. I love that family. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, they're not really anywhere enough to be annoying. Yeah. Well, and then and they limit you know, their exposure. Wyatt married Portia from Search Party, which it's is great. just an incredible choice. It's great news! Yeah, it yeah. is. Have you heard the good news, buddy? <laughs> um. So, anyways, Rebecca is like, "Hey, well, I don't even remember her character's name. I'm just calling her Rebecca." She was. Um, <laughs> she's Rebecca. You just seem so like stunned Rebecca with yourself, Emily Wotton. Emily. Walton. So she uh, is like what's up in that attic? And Victorian's like, don't worry about it, sweetheart. <laughs> and then they go to a party. He's like about to leave town again or whatever. And, um, oh, by the way, Lord watton has been like, stay away from my daughter. You freak. <laughs> <laughs> he did basically. Cause <laughs> he's called, like, you why are you, why have you not aged? First of all, the you freak of nature. It's pretty, people would say that. Yeah. So while they're at this party, uh, her dad Lord Watton steals the key from around Dorian's neck real gotcha bitch maneuver Uh and runs back to his house and Dorian's like wait a minute wait a minute hold on because there's some pictures left out I guess I don't know if they were for the party or whatever but Emily's like oh wow look at this this photograph of you and Basil and my dad and oh there's like a portrait of you behind them where'd that portrait go and he's like where's my key and like runs back to his house and there's a fracas up Mm. in the up in the attic Mm -hmm. and real back and forth yeah you see the portrait as it is in its current state bad news bud it doesn't look so hot it's looking pretty looking bleak pretty gnarly and uh kind of looks like that that the dude in the Harry Potter movies that's like... Yes. Filch. Filch. It does look like Filch. Looks like Argus Filch. Imagine looking like that and then yeah. watching this movie yeah. and then being like... That's not cool. The most hideous soul on earth and it they just kind of looks like you. Well, they put the prostheses on Ben Barnes to have him like switch places, but I was like, they're kind of making him look like like Timothy Spall, which was like not nice. I don't know that that was ever anyone's intention. I'm sure not. You don't wake up and, you know, like re- intentionally hurt Timothy balls feelings. But I would hope not. But I can't guarantee I'm going to get to the end of the day and not have done it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, he's laughing all the way to the bank. Honey? A working actor. And clearly he must have married a hot woman because yeah. his son is... Cute. Cute. Cute, cute yeah. son. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyways, uh, Lord Walton gets out of the attic somehow. They have their little fight and locks the door and then emily has some sort of like last goodbye, and she's like wait a minute dorian and he's like you have my whole heart emily you have my whole heart like he's not selling it you lying all the way to the end yeah he just he just feels so leaden like he's like just not there's no passion when he yeah. interacts with her, yeah, because um, he doesn't really lift his eyebrows hardly yeah, at all. Maybe he was Botoxed. Who knows? He does actually look a bit too toxed. Yeah, in this movie, but he, he was only like what twenty-five or yeah, something. Yeah, so that it, it's not adding up. I just think he doesn't emote. That's a tricky place to put yourself in as an when actor. You're an actor. <laughs> yeah, it is. So. Um, He, like, sets fire to the rain, you know, by which I mean the portrait. You better play that the second this is over. (laughs) You know I will. Um, Sets fire to the portrait, stabs it a bunch, and it kind of, like, looks like it's, like, emerging from the frame. It is spooky. It's very spooky, and it switches places with him, and he looks like it, and then the portrait goes back to looking like itself. Yeah, I don't really understand the full logic behind it. The physics of that. Yeah. Well, I guess it purged itself of him. You know, well, God is God and I am not. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So, so yeah. And that was sort of the end of it, as I recall. We missed a part where that, like, Jim, the brother of Sybil, comes back and, like, sees him in the street and he's, like, about to kill him. And he's like, wait a minute, look at me. I don't know. I'm only 20 years old, my guy. Yeah. The the guy that you're looking for must be much older than that. The little scamp leaves his cigarette case. Oh, dumbass. He's dumbass. He's not good at hiding, trying to get caught. Trying to get caught. Basically, um, uh, we forgot to mention that Fiona Shaw is in this. She's in it. She's Lord not Henry Wotton's aunt, role. but you know we love her. Man, the guy. She that, said this is a movie made by Oscar Wilde people. I want in it. I want in it. I love her. She's got to be in every queer period piece. And this isn't even that queer. She absolutely does have her hands around the, the entire. Yeah. niche there so apparently part of the drama with this book when it came out was people felt that it was too homoerotic and I felt that they stripped most of that from this There's they hinted that basil was gay well he or he was he they, out confirmed they, they fiddle around well a yes bit. I knew that but I didn't know if that was just sort of like a humanism moment. I also also assumed Watton was a little, I thought they all were just kind of freely wheeling. That's, yeah, that's kind of how I felt. Just, you know, a bunch of swinger types. Yes, exactly. Anything goes type of a beat. Right. Um, but yeah, apparently Oscar Wilde like made it very like, no, they gay. (laughs) (laughs) These bitches gay. These bitches gay. Which, you know, I mean, right what you know, he knew his community. Honey, the dolls loved it. They loved it. Yeah, I mean a story about, about selling your soul to continue looking young. Okay, relevant today. Honestly, does this art influence life in that regard? Right, man. I love Oscar Wilde. Yeah, what a guy. What a guy. What a guy. What, a boy. what um, was that? You used to do a pretty bang up impression of Hannah Gadsby. That, that was the only phrase I could say. What a guy. Yeah, it's not even that good though. Sadly, I fear. There, I thought that you had another. Um, I can't remember. All right, man. That you was what, a moment in time, though. You know what I wish I could go back and rewatch for it's the like first time boy? was, please like me. That was it's a, a, it a cozy little show. Cozy show. Yeah, it's sad. It sneaks up on you. Sad a little on, bit does sneak up on you. Yeah, yeah. But it's good. It's a good show. Layers. Yeah, yeah. Good music. Uh, yeah, totally. Very pretty. Cute boys. Cute boys. Cute it kind of yeah. feels like um. Australia's l- more uh, thoughtful version of girls. Yeah. Kind of the shabby early 20s of it all. little broad city. Yeah, a little. Sprinkle. Yeah. 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 Man, what a great show. Nothing to do with Dorian Gray, but just, you know, something to check out. Let me Please something. like me. I feel that if the Dorian painting uh-huh. were available for sale. Yeah. And the hide and eek. Section of Target? Yeah, I'd buy it. I'd buy it for no sure. No question. No question. I get it like pop out a little bit. That'd be There's so fun. Things. They're missing out. I almost didn't want to say it because I was like, when we have good business ideas. We right. We get poached. <laughs> Outdoor Voices over here listening in on her (laughs) very famous podcast. (laughs) And took our idea about a windbreaker. Yeah, Anjali texted us and was like, I regret to inform you. Outdoor Voices scooped you. I can't believe they did the R&D on that so quickly. I know. I know. Out the door, two weeks after hearing our podcast. I know. The big guys are always going to do it to the little guy. (laughs) You hate to see it. it. You hate to see it. I got to support small businesses by... No, maybe just getting on a three-year wait list Venmo me and Lindsay <laughs> and we'll figure it out <laughs> somehow we'll figure out how to manufacture windbreakers uh-huh. and you should expect to get it around 2024 yeah the 90s trend will be long gone by then what if you and I accidentally formed an MLM this way I think that would be quite hilarious I think that would be the most poetic way for you to go to prison <laughs> oh no 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 one we become what we hate yeah (laughs) um anyway so next week we're watching what the conjuring 2 yeah about the infield ghost it's uh it's fresh it's It's fresh uh and it's set in 1977 so it's a light period yeah yeah but you know it i i believe i'm gonna experience a few thrills and definitely some chills. I'm thinking some chills. No question. Yeah. It's, I think it's our last spooky movie before the season ends. Yeah. Before I have to ask myself if Dan in real life is a period piece like ten times. <laughs> I love Dan in real life. I know. What a, what a cozy ass That's movie. That's a good movie, isn't it? That is a good movie. the Lurke sing- soundtrack. You're not going to get that anywhere else, girls. Taking me back to 2005 in a yeah. big, big way with that it. name. I know it. Um, you know what else is another one that's like cozy like that? It is what? Crazy Stupid Love. Another Steve Carell vehicle. Man, I gotta give that one another go. Because I remember you sweet. feeling very good about that. Yes. It's very sweet. Yeah. Um and Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling There's a have chemistry. Incredible chemistry. For sure. Yeah. Um, anyways, I I a great it. movie. Love Julianne Moore. I love, love Julianne Moore. Love how it's good. The kids are all right. Yeah, that is a good movie. Not a period piece. No, it's not. We're just out here naming movies that are. You know are not what movies period... I like? <laughs> when Harry Met Sally, excellent movie. Excellent it... fall film. You not know a period what? piece. There are wait a minute. Did we find a loophole? I was it yeah, it... I think it's right there on the face of it. They go back in time at the beginning. They go back in time. So it's like from the was it nineties to the seventies? Yeah, yeah. It's good. like 1979. Good enough for me. It's good enough for me. If it's good enough for you. I love that movie. We'll do When Harry Met Sally in the in the fall here. That'll be fun. I wonder if I will be nicer or meaner to Craig afterwards. Oh. Based on my romantic expectations set from this movie. Man, that's a good question. I feel like I'm going to be nicer just because this movie is very like, what are you going to do? You it's know? It's so sweet. God, I love that It's when not, not over Sally. the top. Yeah. 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 It's very sweet. God, I love that movie. And i gotta, it's, I got to get in my annual uh, You've Got Mail as well. That's not at all a period piece, I, I fear, sadly. No, it surely isn't. But. Might as well be. I have Bookstores? Come on. I'm buoyed by the thought of when Harry Met Sally sneaking under the wire. I, That's great news. You know, Lindsay, this is like, if we ever... <laughs> Discover a way around this for notes on the scan. <laughs> you know? It's gonna be over for it'll, these hosts. It'll be over for you. If we <laughs> find out it was made in two thousand seven but meant to take place in two thousand five. It's not like we a don't like oath. No. Like we we could do a special run of these anytime. Yeah. But we have been so we could call it palette cleanser if we wanted to. Just think about it. We'll on it. Yeah, I guess I'm just so ethical. Yeah, it does feel like We've done 152 period pieces. We should just stick with it. Yeah. We, we have talked about doing, what was it, Stardust? which was just another Ben Barnes vehicle, I'm sad to say. Yeah. But. You know, it also is a period piece, Lindsay. What? Lord of the Rings. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so long, though. Well, I, you know what? He equips the cult. So, like, you do it on your own time. Yeah, I'm not called. Maybe one day, baby. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, we're rambling. Ooh, Ooh, lord, I was born a rambling man. But um, I'm not that. <laughs> next week, yeah, conjuring too. Y'all get ready to get some thrills and chills. Um, all right, bye, bye.